girls, my Katie's. It is another episode of Productivity in Proverbs 31, and I am thrilled you're here. And by here, I mean you're here in the podcast. Are you with us over in our Facebook community group? Because I so want you to be there. It is a good, good place to be. Feel free to hit pause, go join that group, Productivity in Proverbs 31. I tell you, I'm just so creative. I can't hardly stand it. As soon as you do that, I want you to come back over here because today's episode is a deep one. It's a hard one. It's one that the Lord convicted me about four months ago to share, and I am just now getting it out. So if you want to hear what that's about, you just go join us in the Facebook community and then come right back over. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Productivity and Proverbs 31 podcast. I'm Kathy Lanham, your host, your mentor across the airways, if you will. I'm a mom of five, former teacher and top 2% company leader. Now I'm a coach, a podcaster, and a business strategist. Stick around if you're a Christian mom with some big dreams, messy bun, and sweatpants. You might feel all the guilt, but you refuse to be a Pinterest perfect mom. You live in your car and reheated coffee is a staple. If chaos is usually rampant and you'd like some practical tips on how to grow a business, grow in your faith, and get some control with an occasional date night thrown in as a bonus, hang around. Because as we grab these few minutes together, I want to help you keep growing in your faith, build a business that lines up with your God-given gifts and talents, and make memories of a life you love. So reheat that coffee and let's get started. All right, so when I share with you that the Lord, the Holy Spirit, has been convicting me for about four months to do this episode, I'm not even joking. I was like, oh, I don't want to, that's a bad one, that's a hard one, and I don't want to be that bold and frank and convicting, if you will. The topic for today is having a root of bitterness. And do we have a bitter root of bitterness? Do you have one yourself? And if you do, how do you know that it's there? And the very first time I heard this lesson taught, it became abundantly clear that I did indeed have a root of bitterness against somebody that was very near and dear to my heart. And it was actually being taught in a spiritual warfare class. And I was like, what? So um, so the verse I'm diving into today is Hebrews 12, 15. It's near the end of the New Testament, near the end of your Bible, if you're not real familiar with Bible study. And it says, see to it that no one comes short of the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springing up causes trouble, and by it many may be defiled. The context of this chapter, of this verse in this chapter and this chapter in this book is discipline and God is dealing with his people. And this verse is so important because it gives us a couple of very clear commands. The first part is that we want to be aware of and we want to make sure that we are not falling short of God's grace, that we are appropriating God's grace, that we're accepting God's grace in our own life and heart, and then we're extending that grace to others. The second part, we want to be careful that no root of bitterness springs up causing trouble. So this root of bitterness is inside our hearts. It's easy to camouflage. I'm going to talk about that in just a second, but it's in our heart and it causes trouble. Now, if you just think for a second of what are the things in your heart that can cause trouble? Oh, I don't know. Gossip, slander, envy, jealousy, da, 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 da. So we don't want it to cause trouble because when it does, it's going to defile many. I had an example that um, I've already recorded this once and then I recorded it twice and the Lord gave me a different example this morning. So I'm going to use this to hopefully 
illustrate what I'm talking about. When we have a hurt, let's say that it's a splinter, like you've got a, a your foot and you have a splinter or your little one has a splinter in his foot and comes to you. Well, you know, there's different types of splinters. You can have a little briar or a little splinter that hurts, but you can go and either just with your fingernails, scratch it out, pull it out, or just with a little pair of tweezers. It just barely scratches the skin. There's not a lot of drama with it. It's, it's, you just pull it out and then it's fine and you go on. Now I would say that that's akin to our normal everyday disappointments, the behaviors, the hurts, that anger us, things that go on in our life. We deal with it, you face it, you get over it and we move on. That's that little, that little splinter, whether it's an issue of road rage, person saying something inadvertently, you taking something wrong, ugly comments, inconveniences such as a wrong wrong monogram, wrong color on a monogram, wrong meal ordered at a restaurant, wrong drink, whatever it is, it's just an aggravation. It's a little thing. You move on. Then you have other splinters and you know other splinters are the ones that are a little more deep. Those are the ones that are definitely going to take tweezers, maybe a pen or a needle, and it has to be dug out. There's some pain. It's a deeper hurt. There's a little more drama. And those are the ones that, these are the deeper hurts, their misunderstandings. It can be dealing with addictions, cutting words, sarcasm, continual put downs, rejection. The, the problems that take a little time to work through. You have to have some space. You have to process. You have to work through. But you handle it by working through the problem how you will. You experience that and you move on. But now that third type of splinter, now that's the one that moves us right into spiritual warfare. Because it can be. It can really emulate, it can really copy, mimic, mimic, and look like. How is that for a lot of words? Because this one has barb. It splinters itself or it works itself so deep that it festers and it causes an infection. And you absolutely need some help. You need a doctor to get this one out. It's, it's going to take a lot more digging. It's festered. And that's kind of what the root of bitterness looks like in a Christian's heart, where we need the touch of the great physician. We need a doctor. We need the Lord, Jehovah Rapha, to penetrate our heart and our hurts so that we can be cleansed, that we can be healed, and that we can be fully used by him. Because a trick and a tool of Satan is to bind our hearts up so he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So if he can have us mired up in unforgiveness and not appropriating God's grace, not giving it to others, justifying our bitterness and our actions and our mean spirits, then we're not being fully available to God because our hatefulness and holiness can't be in the same place. They can't reside together. And the funny part about this splinter is it can look just like the other splinters initially. Now, it can be a result of a big, huge trauma. It can be a huge blow up. It can be, but it could also mean that someone doesn't mean to hurt you, but you were. And sometimes we imagine the hurt. The seed, that seed is the hurt. So let's talk about seed, soil, and roots. The root can't grow unless it has a seed and some soil. So that seed of bitterness, that's the hurt. That's the hurt that we're talking. It may be intentional, like I said. It may be unintentional. But there's times when we have that seed in our heart of hurt. Then that soil is when we harbor that hurt. And that's the big difference for us as Christians. We're told to forgive. We're told to, even if we're at the altar offering our gift, and while we're there, we realize that our brother has something against us. Not that we have something against them. This is in the back book of Matthew. But if our brother has something against us, we're to leave our offering there, go to make that right, and then come back so that our worship is not hindered. 
So the soul of bitterness is a heart that's hard, a heart that's festering. The bitterness is there. Now, some red flags for ourselves and for others is when we see, is when we just can see bitterness. Have you ever seen an embittered or mean person, a grumpy old man, grumpy old woman? What makes them grumpy? Well, the world's full, because the world's full of people who have not dealt with hurts or old hurts or new hurts. And we're just looking for things then that root of bitterness rises up to defile many. That hurt becomes the filter that we look at the world with. And we look for things to criticize. We find fault with people. We want to justify the way we feel. We're unhappy. We're angry. We're hypercritical. It's just bitterness. We're just bitter people. And the problem for us as a Christian is that a root of bitterness is not God's plan for us. And it's easy to hide in camouflage. The Bible says that the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. And we can't even see it sometimes in our own hearts. It's hard for us to diagnose. And it is going to be the rare case or the rare bird where you hear a person say that they're bitter. We'll deny it. We try to disguise it. And a bitter person, though, is going to be one that's hypersensitive, that's ungrateful, that's insincere, that holds grudges, that stirs the pot, that tries to make mountains out of molehills, that has mood swings. And bitterness affects us. It affects us personally. It affects us physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Because when you have a fruit of bitterness, it's like having vinegar. It's an acid that just eats away at your soul and your heart. And when you're bitter, you can't feel God being real. You can't feel the closeness and the intimacy with God because, like I said already, holiness and hatefulness don't go together. And if you find yourself in that position and that's your red flag and you know, you're like, I'm hateful all the time. I'm mean. I'm, is there a deeper cause? I'm just asking the question. Sometimes it's that you're a young mom and that you're tired and you're worn out and, <laughs> and life is happening. But that's where I was when I first heard this teaching, when I first realized that the Bible speaks to this very clearly. I was a young mom. I had five and I remember exactly where I was when I first heard this teaching because it was like, what? And I realized that, yes, indeedy, Mr. McCready, I had a root of bitterness that wasn't even a small thing. And listening to that pastor, a straight conviction of the Holy Spirit right to my heart. And I knew very clearly that that was a problem. And other times I've had my root of bitterness revealed to me or pointed out to me by brave individuals who are willing to hold me accountable, who will say, hey, sister, this is not a good choice. Mm -mm. This is sin right here. What you're doing, you're just going to alienate everybody. And I'm like, what? Because, you know, hello, I'm a firstborn. No, I'm fun and upbeat and loving. And I never see myself the way others perceive me. So it's important to note that sometimes you may not even realize how you're coming across to people unless someone points it out to you. And I want to encourage you that if that happens, don't be bitter against the person that points it out. Don't shoot the messenger, but seek the Lord. Ask the Lord, is there truth in this? And then be humble enough to accept that rebuke or that correction and then give thanks for the person who brought it to you. So that's what I'm going to ask you is, so if you find out that you have some of these red flags of anger, of bitterness, a short temper, a short fuse, jealousy, you're holding grudges, and you're just not having the joy of the Lord, which is a promised fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, faithfulness, thankfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Those are fruit. That is a fruit of the Spirit, and it is a gift. And if that's not what you're experiencing, maybe your fruit can't be seen, detected, because they're being choked out by roots of bitterness. So how do we how do we handle this? How do we deal with it? What is the answer to this? And you know, it's funny if you the acronym for root of bitterness is Rob, 
R-O-B, rob. And isn't that what Satan wants to do? Kill, steal, and destroy. He wants to rob us of our happiness and of our joy and of our peace. Peace of mind, that's what we get from the Lord. It's not what we get from Satan. So the first thing that you want to do, sister, if you see this is an issue for you, is we want to ask God to clearly show you what you're dealing with. Ask him to show you your heart. And in humility, ask him to show you where you need forgiveness. Where do you need to ask forgiveness for your anger, for your reactions, for your critical spirit, for your straight up meanness, for your bitterness, unforgiveness, laziness, for your lack of belief? Whatever the Holy Spirit brings to your mind, just know that a response of bitterness is never right when somebody's done something wrong to you. Justice is God giving us what we deserve. Mercy is God not giving us what we deserve. And grace is God giving us what we don't deserve. So I'll say that again. Justice is when God gives us what we deserve. Mercy is God not giving us what we deserve. And grace is giving us what we don't deserve. So we want to have God's heart. We want to have his response in dealing with bitterness and unforgiveness in our heart. And then let good replace it. If you'll look up in the verse before verse 15, verse 14, it says, follow peace with all men and holiness. We have to have holiness because without which no man shall see the Lord. You can't be holy unless we're following peace with God and man. And it is so worth it when you forgive. And why? Well, I can hear some of you going right now, uh, hello, you do not know what they've done to me. I have a right to do this. My childhood was stolen. Oh, you did not know what he said to me. Oh, but you are not there. You do not know. I can hear the bitterness. I've had it myself and I know. But when you forgive, you release two people and one of them is yourself. So for all of the lack of peace, for all of the turmoil, for all of the angst that unforgiveness and that root of bitterness causes in your heart, forgiveness is the antidote. It's the antibiotic that flushes it out. I can say this because I have had to deal with this on both sides of the fence. I have both had a root of bitterness and I've been the cause of a root of bitterness. And I'm going to give you a a word of advice on that. If you have a root of bitterness against a person and they have no idea Probably it's not in anyone's best interest for you to run and confess that to them. Confess it to the Lord and let it be done. I had a very dear, dear loved one come all excited to me explaining that how she was freed from a root of bitterness that she had had against me for years. And I had no clue. I thought we had a great relationship. So that just kind of strained the relationship from that point on in my regards, because I was afraid to deal with her because I didn't know that I had even caused this in the first place. So just saying, be very tender and be very gentle in how you share about your roots of bitterness. I've had to extend grace and forgiveness and overlook hurts. And I have had to receive I've been the recipient of grace where people have overlooked and extended forgiveness to me. The funny thing is in this process of preparing to do this, and like I said, the Lord spoke it about four months ago and I've been dragging my feet. And in that dragging of the feet, I realized that, oh, I have another little root of bitterness in my heart right now that I need to uproot. And that's the thing about weeds. Weeds have very long roots and you have to continually be plucking those weeds out of the soil the good soil, because if you don't, then it just overgrows the good. So the Lord has been speaking to me during this time of of a root of bitterness that I need to eradicate and pull out because hatefulness and holiness cannot coexist. Now, I'm going to close with a poem I learned in college that's um, anonymous. It is attributed to a young gal. I looked her up on the internet and I'm like, "Mm, pretty sure I heard this before you ever born. So she is not the author. So I'm just going to say it's an anonymous quote, but it's pretty good. 
Two natures beat within my breast. One is cursed and one is blessed. One I love and one I hate. The one I feed will dominate. You can rewind that and listen to it or I'll just repeat it again. Two natures beat within my breast. Two natures beat within my breast. One is cursed and one is blessed. One I love and one I hate. The one I feed will dominate. And y'all, I couldn't say it any better than that. Holiness and hatefulness can't coexist. So I want to encourage you today. No, I'm going to pray for you today that you will walk in holiness and truth. Because when you know the truth, it sets you free. Father God, I want to pray over my Katie's today that for any one of them that is dealing with a root of bitterness, that Holy Spirit, you will convict them of that. You will let them know it very clearly. Give them the courage and the strength to face the hurt, to ask for forgiveness where forgiveness needs to be asked, and to grant forgiveness where it needs to be granted so that they can walk in newness of life. And Father, I just thank you for that and praise you for that. In your name we pray. Amen. Guys, you all go be a blessing because that's what you are to me. Because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Until next time, it's Kathy. Hey guys, real quick, I hope this episode was a blessing to you and that you learned a nugget of truth, got a laugh, or had something that you can share. It would be such a blessing to me if you would go over to iTunes and leave me both a starred and a written review. I would love to be able to read some of those reviews online and that pours into my ministry and my work so much. In addition, if you want some of our free things, that's found over at kathylanham.com. I'd love to connect on social media. DM me at at kathylanham. That's my handle over on Instagram. So until next time, go be a blessing to others because when you're a blessing to others, you can't help but be blessed yourself. Take care. Thank you.